Hello everybody, this is History in Faces, Mao Zedong Cycle, third episode. Despite the fact that the Japanese were launching full-scale hostilities at that time, Chiang Kai-shek didn't abandon the idea of the complete destruction of communists. All this aroused the indignation of the masses. People didn't understand such an opposite policy. In the end, Chiang Kai-shek was arrested by generals and forced to accept conditions under which Kuomintang ceases hostilities with CPC and creates a united front against Japan. By the mid-30s, the Japanese armed forces were at the level of developed capitalist countries. The production of weapons and all military equipment grew exponentially. Great attention was paid to physical preparation and morale. The soldiers were ready to go to the last, dying for the emperor. Their army was brought up in the spirit of extreme cruelty to their opponent. It was impossible to spare anyone, neither prisoners of war or civilians, even the elderly, mothers and children. The armed forces of China, on the contrary, were in terrible condition. It was poorly armed and had low military training. Furthermore, troops of the provincial generals often didn't follow the orders of Chiang Kai-shek although they formally obeyed him. For them, the availability of an efficient army was the key to their political weight and strength. Moreover, Chinese industry was ready to wage such a large-scale war. During the war years, China became the largest recipient of Soviet weapons along with the British Empire and the United States, in addition to cash loans from these countries. But due to internal contradictions between the governors, a poor material base and low training of soldiers, Chinese often face huge problems. Though the force of China surpassed the Japanese many times, about 2 million soldiers, of which about 300,000 were subordinated to Chiang Kai-shek, about a million were subordinated to the government in general, and all other troops were already under the command of the district governors, just against 500,000 from Japan. Because of that, Japan wanted to wage a lining war aimed at destroying the Chinese army and concluding profitable agreements with the government of Chiang Kai-shek. In July 1937, Japan invaded China, beginning its advance in land. By the end of July, Beijing was captured. In August, the imperial army landed in Shanghai. In December, Japanese massacred in Nanjing. The state's capital was left to be turned to pieces by the imperial army which organized real massacre there, cutting out about 300,000 people and raping women. The government was evacuated to the west in Sichuan. Immediately after that, the provincial government of the Republic of China was created in Beijing, under the control of Japanese. Many military experts believed that the collapse of the Kuomintang was very close, but in fact the situation wasn't so simple. The Japanese lost a lot of soldiers, since they largely underestimate the enemy, and Chinese were very stubborn, fighting to the end. The other problem was a very long front, more than 2,500,000 kilometers, where the Imperial Army also had to hold troops to pacify the locals and fight the partisans. Soon, a former ally of Chiang Kai-shek, Wang Jingwei, fled from the provincial capital of China to the Japanese becoming the head of the national government. In fact, a marionette state like Manju Go. In 1914, Japanese took a series of measures 
that aimed to settle the situation with the Chongqing, where the government in exile settled, to convince Chiang Kai-shek of the advantage of an alliance with them. The creation of the China-Japan Manchukuo bloc and unification against the CPC. Japanese plans for the lightning war were unsuccessful, as the Chinese army wasn't defeated. The situation was aggravated by the fact that Japan was planning to start active military operations in the Pacific Ocean and couldn't immediately spray on two fronts. In such conditions, they had to maneuver and try to find a way out of the situation. But all these proposals were rejected by Kuomintang. Maybe in some ways, because at the same time, Chiang Kai-shek sent a diplomatic mission to America, led by his wife. The result of which was that America increased financial and military assistance to Chinese. This help was whittled for Chongqing government, as Japan occupied major industrial centers. As a result, by 1941, China's industrial output amounted to 10-15% of pre-war production. Debt on external loans amounted only to the United States for the past four years reached 120 million United States dollars. But despite such a difficult situation in the country, many people from the state machine made fortunes for themselves, while lives of ordinary people became worse and worse. And at the same time, the battle with CPC didn't stop for a second. As a result, the people ceased to believe in Kuomintang. Chiang Kai-shek himself stated that the main task of the government is the elimination of communists, and this task is no less important than the fight against the Japanese aggressor, with which China and the allies will cope. Soon, the actions of nationalists against CPC were intensified. As a result, the Soviet Union stopped supplying weapons, because most of it went to fight against Mao Zedong and the communists. In May 1941, the Japanese army, together with the puppet Nanking government, launch offensive operations against partisan regions. In a month, the people's troops thwarted this attack, and about 10,000 soldiers were killed and wounded. In the summer of 1941, a new round of diplomatic relations with the Chongqing government began, but all these attempts failed miserably. Japan carried out punitive expeditions raided on Chongqing. By 1943, the situation in the territory controlled by Kim Ji was so terrifying that the foreign observers who were there at the moment expected hunger riots and mass rebellions at any moment. Out of 200 million people living there, about 80 million people in the summer of 1943 were in areas with difficult weather conditions. And according to very inaccurate estimates, about 30 million people died. Soon a massive outflow began. During the last years before the end of the war, Chiang Kai-shek was actively preparing for a future civil war against communists, saving his strength and minimizing skirmishes with Japanese. After the liberation of Manchuria from Japanese by Soviet troops, the captured equipment and weapons of the Kwantung Army and the Army of Manchukuo were transferred to the Chinese communists. According to the acts for September-November 1945, USA transferred to China 250,000 rifles, 2.5,000 machine guns, 900 tanks, and 800 aircrafts. However, despite an advantage in material, 
and number of soldiers, uh, which total about 4 million of nationalists against 1.2 million of communists in 1945. The nationalist army was unable to complete any of the planned operations against People's Liberation Army in the north. As a result of the fighting for the next three months, in July-September 1946, the Kuomintang army lost a huge number of soldiers, about 430,000 people, and a large number of officers. A lot of Kuomintang soldiers went over to the People's Liberation Army of China. In the fall of 1946, the Kuomintang took all measures to correct the catastrophic situation. With the help of the United States, all debts to the offices, about 12 million United States dollars, were paid. More and more aircrafts and tanks came from the ally. Soon, another offensive operations were launched with the aim of decapitating the communist army. But because of the same old problems with generals who didn't want to lose their power, the road and politicians and the general decompensation of an entire army and distrust of the party, they failed. On the contrary, the People's Liberation Army of China entered into fierce battles from December 1947 until mid-January 1948. By the fall of 1948, the size of the People's Army reached 2.9 million, while the Kuomintang Army numbered 3.6 million. The PLA launched three most powerful offensive operations against the KMT. About 1.5 million soldiers of the Chiang Kai-shek army were eliminated. By the time of the founding of the People's Republic of China, on October 1, 1949, the PLA have defeated most of the Kuomintang troops as a result of precise and well-balanced attacks. The remaining fragmented army units retreated to the south. Some of them crossed to Taiwan. One of the bloody civil wars ended. In the mainland China, the construction of a new society began under the leadership of Mao Zedong. That's it. I hope that you liked this episode, so stay tuned, subscribe, leave comments and likes, and see you later. Bye!